1: Welcome in, everyone, to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. A question for you. What does the GameStop frenzy say about the future of investing? Where does the Fed say we're headed regarding interest rates and inflation? And most importantly, how are you going to protect and grow your money? We'll get all of the answers from the experts, David Bazar, Karen Bazar, and Brett Elam, uh, as we come to you on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT.
2: Great Saturday morning to you all. This uh, We're excited for our show. We got a lot of great information. We had a wonderful response to our uh, radio show segments last week. Uh, the phone was just ringing off the hooks, which we were excited about. Uh, we got to share some great information, schedule a bunch of discovery calls, got out that uh, that age milestone chart. I so love that chart. It was really great. A lot of people were commenting that that's kind of like the first time they saw something You know, all in one place to give them them you know those mental dates that you got to pay attention to. So it was great. So again, you know, if you've got questions about your retirement, you're definitely in the right place right now. Um, We're here to discuss everything from what you need to know about the GameStop frenzy uh, to the important retirement planning ages to mark on your calendar. So here's what we're going to cover in today's show. We're going to talk a little bit about why GameStop. Uh, GameStop stock, man, try to say that (laughs) a bunch of times, Uh, GameStop stock soared and what it really does say about this market that we're all in. Um, We're talking about the Federal Reserve's latest meeting and statements about inflation and interest rates. We'll talk about market volatility, how inflation is impacting that, low interest rates, how that's all going to have retirement uh, impact and how retirees can help protect their money against these types of things. So, you know, if you, um, we also always give our audience the opportunity to test the retirement and financial knowledge with some quick quizzes, plus answer some questions that you might also have. But first, a bit about us. I want to just, you know, make sure for any of you that are new listening to us, what we do is we can help, you know, kind of pre-retirees and post-retirees, understand all areas of retirement planning, protecting against market risk, potential inflation. Plus, what we do is we create a plan to really help people, especially right now with these low interest rates, so we focus on getting to know you a little bit, so that we can truly understand what your lifestyle, and what your financial goals are. Then we take that information; uh, it lets us uh, that lets us guide us in creating a personal retirement plan. We do all that on a complimentary basis. So if you're ever interested in scheduling a fifteen to twenty minute discovery call, we're actually scheduling an actual appointment. It could be done virtually or in our office. Give us a call at two one five seven nine eight ninety
0: eighty eight.
3: Okay, so we're first gonna start with this Game Stop, which was definitely, it's still the talk, right? It's still, we're, we're still hearing about it every day if you watch any of the news channels uh, concerning finances. But basically this is what happened. Traders who frequent an online forum called Wall Street Bets, they borrowed shorted stock and rallied members of the forum to buy shares to drive up the stock. Then from there, those who shorted the stock had to buy it back at a much higher cost, and those people were the ones that were losing out. So, short selling is something that's in the uh, you might have heard about. But what short selling is is when a position is opened by borrowing shares of a stock or other asset that an investor believes will decrease in value later. Then the investor can sell the shares to somebody who's willing to pay the market price. And why does this matter to you if you're planning on retirement? Well, this was just an unusual event that caused significant upset to several hedge funds and possibly caused some temporary overall market volatility. But this is just one event, and they're just one cog in the big wheel of the stock market. So if something like that can upset market volatility, depend this will affect you in retirement because you have accounts that are in the stock market.
4: And you think about it in the case of GameStop where the stock actually went up instead of down, leading to that short squeeze. And again, how does that matter? Again, this, this is it. This event simply shows how unpredictable the market can be where traditional rules, the rules that have prevailed forever, simply do not apply. Now, while some individuals were on top of the development, made a made a fortune, a significant amount of money, we heard about all those hedge funds that suffered significant losses. Again, we talk about rational versus emotional. And again, it's the importance and we talk about it of having a solid plan in place with a disciplined investment strategy can help you avoid getting caught in situations like this, the unexpected ones, um, like with what just happened with GameStop.
2: Actually, let me just intervene for a second, because I want to make sure it's clear to our listening audience. Um, The continuation of that conversation is that the retail investor is the one who ended up getting clobbered. When this GameStop frenzy occurred, it was an idea of the retail investor fighting big Wall Street. And it looked like it was going to work, right? Through the Internet and through kind of this um, social media ability to influence lots of people at the same time, the idea was we can put the hedge funds, the quote-unquote big guys, um, under stress, which they did. But what I have learned over 31 years of doing this business is that Wall Street does not lose. It's always the retail little guy investor, which, and I, and I use that term little guy. I mean, I don't say that in a disrespectful way, but, you know, if you've got 500,000, you got a million, 2 million, 3 million, 5 million, unfortunately you're, in, you know, now in the real world, you're doing extremely well, but in the institutional world, you're, you're kind of a speck on the radar. My point of bringing that up, is you can't, there's two things you can't fight. One, you can't fight Wall Street, and one, you can't fight the Fed. And right now, that irrational exuberance, that term that we've heard in the past, is really taking over. And you're seeing people, this, this is what does it, folks. And I want you to just kind of hear this. And you've probably heard this acronym of FOMO, fear of missing out, right? You're seeing, and, and again, I'm not telling you I'm for or against Tesla stock. But holy smokes, you add GM, Ford and Chrysler and Toyota and you don't have the market capitalization that Tesla does today at 800 plus dollars a share. Holy smokes, right? There's there's just this sense where people think if they don't get in today, that they're gonna miss out on the big run up in the future. And the reality behind that is when people start thinking that way, that's when the market drops out
4: from underneath of them.
3: So that's a good example of why you need to develop a really good investment strategy when you're in retirement, right, Brett?
4: Yeah. I mean, David just said it. You talk about the fear of missing out. We talk about irrational, again, being rational versus emotional. And it's why it's important about, why we need to assess and understand what our risk tolerance is, and inevitably how we create an investment plan based on risk tolerance. It actually reminds me of, uh, of one of our clients that we had in last week. Conservative by nature, now retired. I don't really need to earn a lot. But it was hearing all the news that was out there and getting scared. It's like, oh, my gosh, what are we doing? And it was, it was, it was pause. It was pause. And it was, and it was peeling back the layers of the onion realizing that between their social security checks and their pension checks that life was okay needing to take very little amount on their overall portfolio. So even though she was necessarily say a conservative, again what's the worst thing that you can do when you start seeing the volatility or the market going down is panic and pulling out of the market. And again, why is the stock market continue to go up? David talked about, it. you follow the Fed. Again, when's it going to last? How long's it? it's relaxed. Let's, let's sit down and come up with a plan, understand what our strategies are. We have all this going on in our head. And again, it's the importance of creating and understanding what our risk tolerance is is in developing a plan. We sat down and we spoke about we need to have that anchor. What is that bucket of money that no matter what happens in retirement, everything's going to be OK? You're not going to have to worry about putting off vacation another year. Can I help out my children? Can I help out my grandchildren? No, we're going to have enough of that money. Again, we only need it a little bit that whatever life may throw our way a couple of years down the road, you are still able to do it no matter what. But when we started pulling, going down to the, to the map, the plan, getting everything out of our head, out of our heart and actually getting it on a piece of paper, it gave them the confidence to say, okay. After we're able to take some of that short-term money, have that anchor, if you will, the bucket, where that money really can't move around a lot, knowing that I'm going to be able to do whatever I want whenever I want to do so, now all of a sudden we can start looking at midterm money, long-term money. That when we look at the markets long-term, we know we're going to be okay, but that's long-term. But again, what happened with all the game stock? Oh my gosh, up, down, up, down. What do I do? Panic. I'm getting emotional. The conversation was timeout. The conversations time out because we've already defined what your needs and your goals are out into the future. We're able to weather the storm when the storm comes. So what it allowed for them to know, even though they were conservative by nature, we were still able to give them the peace of mind they needed by having enough money that was safe to be able to do whatever they want whenever they wanted to do so. And when we started looking at the long-term money, you started looking at even that midterm money. It allowed them to then start to take some risk because who knew that the S&P 500 was going to be up 80% over the past 12 months. That's a big deal. And again, we meet people that come in as part of the Thrive Retirement Roadmap every day. They're like, oh my gosh, I have the market. What do I go? What do I do? And it's like, let's let's breathe and let's start putting things down on paper and giving us clarity, giving us peace of mind, put the plan together, not only the income plan the investment plan but again when we've already wrapped our arms around enough money that's safe it allows for us to go aggressive on some of those other monies that are out there so as we open uh, today's radio show again talking about the fear of missing out again talking about all the volatility in one crazy stock what's that mean for me should i panic my encouragement is to pick up the phone and call us at 215-798-9088 We welcome you to just have a simple 15-minute conversation with us to just talk through some of these questions to say, hey, how does this apply to me? And can I weather this storm and have the peace of mind that I can participate in the markets but not have to worry about anything into the future? Again, give us a call, 215-798-9088.
1: I know I had one person say to me when all this craziness was going on with GameStop, I don't know how I'm going to pay for this. But somehow I'm going to be affected. I'm going to be affected by all of this. We'll get to our first commercial break. Back in a moment. First commercial break. Back in a moment. Back here on Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. The Federal Reserve met at the end of January and made statements regarding the future of the economy. What did they say, David?
2: Yeah, it's interesting, right? So at the end of January. After they met, they issued an altered version of their statement from December in which they said they're committed to using the full range of tools available to them to support the U.S. economy. Uh, Chairman Powell also made statements regarding inflation and interest rates, which we're going to discuss uh, throughout this segment. But if you're paying attention what's going on, again, don't bet against the Fed. And at the same time, some of you may have recognized that one of the benchmark fixed income the 10-year treasury note has moved significantly over the past 2 weeks up. So when interest rates go up, bond rates go down. Bond rates go down. So, those of you who think the flight to safety is bonds, you got to be careful.
3: Right. And is so in this latest meeting the Federal Reserve decided to keep interest rates at near zero. And doubled down on its commitment to buy large amounts of bonds each month, but did not directly address the GameStop situation. And why does this matter? Because when you have almost zero interest rate, they can make it different for retirees. Because if you're planning on living off of your savings and you can only get a very low interest rate on what you think is your safe money, where do you go?
4: That's a very good question. Where do you go with rates almost near zero? And then when you compound on top of that, that rates are, again, the Fed's commitment that we're going to keep things where they are. Now, all of a sudden, they're now coming in and saying, you know what, we're going to see some inflation coming in the months to come. And you know what, we're going to allow for it to hit 2%. So why does that matter? Again, the word inflation has been out of our vocabulary for so long, we need to now start understanding the impact that it could have. And who are the people that are going to get hit the hardest? retirees think about it you retired 10 15 years ago you had that pension do you remember the last time you got an increase in that pension you're feeling the pain of that today it felt like good income way back when and where we're at today it's harder to buy the same things you were buying then same thing social security benefits they've lost about a third of the buying power because the increases that we've gotten in social security again very little again this year did not stay up with inflation again and who's who's the, the people that are being hit hardest with that again people that are older again 65 plus people already on social security and then when you compound it with um, I don't uh, and with all the volatility in the market and what David had just shared interest rates have been low but all of a sudden we're starting to see a 10-year treasury going back up Which, again, it's the perfect storm. Do I want to be in bonds? But if rates are going up, as David said, the 10-year, but then my bond prices are going down. So we'll be talking about that throughout the show here. And, again, the perfect storm. Times are changed. And when's the last time we've seen things like that? So, again, when we talk about this, I'll volley back over to Karen. Um, Talk about just ways that how how we help our clients protect for not only inflation, but when rates are bottom where they are today. Again, rock bottom.
3: So – right what do you what do you do if you're looking to retire and you're listening to this or you're in retirement so what we do is we actually create a retirement income plan and we take all those variables into account so if you're um, thinking about coming in or you just want to schedule that 15 minute call again our number is 215-798-9088 and i this is how we work we will meet with you the first time and the second time we meet after we gather some information, we gather information to run a few reports. We run a social security maximization report. We do a risk analysis on your current investment situation. Another report that we use, or a tool I would say, is what's called, um, the software is called Money Tree, and we run an overall stress analysis on your current retirement plan. Remember, you can spend as many years in retirement as you did when you were working. You could be in retirement 20, 30, even 40 years. So it's really important to have a safe plan in place. So what we look at, right, if you're planning on retiring, you want to plan a retirement, uh, you want an income retirement plan, how much do you need to live off every month? So you need to start with that. So we factor in how much you have saved. We factor in what you think you need to live off on a monthly basis. We just talked about inflation. What you need to live off now, Joe, if you need $4,000 a month, is $4,000 a month going to be what you need 10 years from now?
1: It's definitely not going to be. Right.
3: So you need to factor in inflation when you're looking at your income retirement plan. Brett was just talking about market conditions, market corrections. If you're in retirement 20, 30, 40 years, market's going to go up, market's going to go down. Inflation's going to go up, inflation's going to go down. So you have to plan for that. If you're a married couple, when one person passes away, you're going to lose one social security check, possibly pension income. I spoke to somebody um, the other day and her husband did pass away and she has his pension, but only until she's 70. So what happens after that? She doesn't know. That's why she called us to get this plan done. Are you prepared to handle a healthcare crisis if you don't have long-term health care, right? So these are just a few of the things to think about when you're looking at your income retirement plan. So it's more than saying, oh I have this much saved and this is what we want to do in retirement and this is how much we think we need to spend. Remember there's always going to be something I don't know about you, Joe, but there always seems to be something every month that we didn't plan for in our budget, right? And especially when you have children and maybe you have grandchildren and you want to help them out. So you need to plan for these. So what we call ourselves here at Thrive is we call ourselves risk mitigators. You want to enjoy retirement. You worked hard for many, many years and you saved your money. And this is something that you want to look forward to and enjoy retirement. So when a thing like GameStop comes up, you don't want it to affect your retirement, like Brett said, So you need to have an income retirement plan. That's just one report and one aspect that we look at when we're planning for retirement. So what I would say is if you're concerned about potentially higher inflation in the future, especially after, you know, we have COVID relief spending, we have low interest rates, there is going to be market volatility, give us a call. We will schedule that. 15-minute uh, discovery call, or you can come in for an appointment, or we can do them virtually. Our number is 215-798-9088. You can also go to our web, website, and mm-hmm. um, Give us a call. Schedule that appointment.
1: I read an article in Forbes magazine on Monday that was targeted to anybody that was older than 55 who was employed. And the article said that you're going to be soon you're going to be unemployed before you get to the point of being ready to take Social Security. There's this siege on older workers. That's an element we're not even talking about, but it still factors into the need to have a plan. No doubt about that, I would say.
2: Yeah, look, again, you know, people don't plan to fail, they fail to plan. It's just that simple. And people have heard that, saying for years and years and years to the point that we become numb to it but that's what we try to do is we just try to get you prepared like why not just go get everything analyzed and maybe you get two thumbs up or maybe you get two thumbs down but it's better to know Mm -hmm. earlier in the game versus at the last you know in the 11th hour type situation and that's all we're trying to do Joe.
1: No doubt about that again 215 798 90 88. We'll get to a commercial break. Back in a moment. And welcome back, everyone, to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. Here's an interesting stat. 49%. A recent study says 49% of us, of Americans, cite running out of money as their chief retirement concern. I believe that 100%. I'm one of the 49%.
2: Yeah, yeah, and again, I mean, it's half, you know, it's half the population. Um, so you, you have to figure out, just like you said, I feel like um, that's a concern of mine. I'm sure there's plenty of people listening that go, that's not really a concern of mine. Regardless, right, you should try to figure out how to solidify a retirement income stream right? One leg of the stool is going to be social security. For some people, it's a lot. For some people, it's not. If you're lucky, maybe you've got a pension. So maybe that's another leg of the stool. For the rest of people, it's going to really come down to your investment and what you can do with the investments. And if you're leaving it to strictly market performance, You have a degree of susceptibility, and there's ways to fix that. There's numerous ways to fix it. We're going to talk about one of them.
3: So we're going to talk about annuities, and an annuity is a financial product where you take a lump sum of money up front, and it can do a few things. It can pay out a stream of income if you choose, but it's also a safer way for you to put your money someplace where you're not going to lose any of your principal. Like we're talking now, we have low interest rates. Where are you going to go? I mean, CD interest rates for five years are, are ridiculous right now. So this, this is important because an annuity can help protect against outliving your money. And it is a chief concern that people do come in with when they meet with us the first time. So, Brett, what else do you want to add to that?
4: Yeah, I mean, Karen shared one type of an annuity where you give them the lump sum and you get that guaranteed payment forever. Again, build myself my own pension. But it's only one type of of annuities. And it's a very confusing topic up there. And a lot of people just put their head in the sand, say I either love them or I hate them. Here's what's hard to identify is what type is inevitably people talking about. And again, there are different types of annuities and ways to customize them. Again, just in the previous segments, we're talking about interest rates starting to creep their way up. And if I'm a listener saying, hey, I'm not in stocks, I'm in bonds, life's good. Okay, well, if interest rates are going up, Again, you're not going to be happy with your bond portfolio. I mean, we've lived in the past decades where interest rates have gone from the 80s, 1980s, where they are sky high, inflation was sky high, down to essentially zero where they're at today. They can't go any lower than where we're at today. They're only going to go up. So what's the alternative to the conservative side of the portfolio? Again, that's another type of an annuity that we can chat about. There's, there's annuities that can pay that income not only for me, But even after I've passed away, my spouse, um, there's also annuities that can help uh, protect against inflation. So they will go up, not just like the pension I spoke about in the last segment where you're flat. There's so many different types of annuities out there. And people just think it's one size fits all, just like we spoke about with estate planning last week annuities are anything but again nothing but they are not one size fit all and we'll talk just even a little bit more about the nuances a little bit differently and some of the potential benefits
2: yeah listen if there were other options available to secure whether it's guaranteed income or principal protection i guarantee you us here at thrive would be using them as fiduciaries We have to act in the best interest of the people that we serve. And we are obligated and responsible for doing the most amount of due diligence possible before we make a recommendation. And what we've learned is, you know, number one, you either love them or hate them. Like Brett said, we meet clients that their entire portfolios are in annuities. And then we meet people who said, I wouldn't touch an annuity with a 10-foot pole right? So uh, almost like politics, right? Just completely polar opposites. Mm-hmm. It's very hard to find a moderate today when it comes to annuities. So the way when we see, what's interesting, Joe, when we see a client come in where their portfolio is almost 100% in annuities, number one, it's not a good thing, folks. Let me just share that right up front. Let me put my disclaimer in. It, I, I can't even think of a possibility where it would make sense to have 100% of your invested retirement in annuities only. Okay? That's my statement. Would you guys agree with that? Don't put
3: your eggs all in one basket.
4: Doesn't sound like a fiduciary.
2: Doesn't sound. So what I've learned is that when we see that, It was typically an insurance agent and nothing against insurance agents, but they're transaction oriented. They're not fiduciaries as much as some of them may claim they are. All you got to do is you can just go on to SEC website, look up your advisor. If their name's not on there, they're probably not a fiduciary. I mean, it's just that simple. Mm -hmm. Those people who make these claims that they are and then just go sell 100% of an investment portfolio in annuities, you know, I just wish... I just wish there was enough regulators out there to kind of take these people to, you know, to the woodshed. I guess is what they say in the olden days. <laughs> I, is never that what heard, they say? I never heard that one, but that?
3: but yeah, I I know what you're saying. You, I get you, it. You get it. So
2: <laughs> anyway, and then the flip side is when you have somebody who's been schooled by their financial advisor that you should never consider annuity, that again is not acting as a fiduciary, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Too much of one thing is no good for you. It's a matter of diversification and meeting things that are suitable. So we do use annuities in our practice here at Thrive, but we use them for two main reasons. One reason we kind of discussed, right? So if we have somebody that comes in who doesn't have a pension, and maybe doesn't have enough social security to meet uh, their monthly obligations in retirement. They're nervous about, you know, will they run out of money type situation? Well, by investing in certain types of annuities, and we give, you know, some of the things we talk about is they gotta be A plus rated. Right, they have have good ratings across all the rating agencies. They have to be long-standing companies that have been around for years and years and years. I mean, some of the firms that we use have been around since the 1860s. I mean, you know, solid, strong American-type companies. Um, so that's one of the criteria. But so what we may use is an income annuity where we can give a guaranteed amount of monthly income to both husband and spouse, and the continuation of that income in the event one of them passes away. So what that does is it bridges the income gap, right? They now know it's like another social security check. It's coming in no matter what happens. For a lot of our clients, we tend to use annuities as a replacement of what we would have used in their portfolio as like a long-term bond, right? Now people know the longer you go out on the bond curve, the higher interest rate you should earn. But if you look at a 30-year bond today, it's paying a little over 2%. You have to tie up your money for 30 years if you take the money out early, you're subjected to either a discount or a premium. It depends what interest rates are doing. But to make sure you get your principal back, you gotta hold it for 30 years. You wanna lock up your money for 30 years for a 2% return? Especially if you think interest rates are going up. And inflation. And inflation, right? So again, as, as fiduciaries, we looked at the annuity and said, if we could protect people's principal, outpace inflation, and get some market participation with no risk, that could fulfill a portion of the overall portfolio. So if, if this is if this is all kind of resonating with you and you want to get an analysis done, does it make sense for me to diversify my portfolio? Do I have too much risk in my portfolio? Just give us a call, 215-798-9088 or visit our website thrivefinancialservices.com and get that, get that appointment scheduled. Again, you could do it from the convenience of your home. You want to physically come in, we're completely COVID compliant. Um, if you just want to talk on the telephone for 15 or 20 minutes, we're happy to do any one of those three.
1: Ask the que- just ask a question. It, I mean, I sit in the studio learning every week that we do this show, and it is incredible how much more there is to know. It's amazing. We'll get to a commercial break on Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. Back in a moment. And welcome back, everyone, to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. Again, the phone number, 215-798-9088. You could use that number if you want to answer this question. When should you start planning for retirement?
4: said yesterday
1: yes. yeah, exactly. <laughs> yesterday good answer great answer so you know
4: in last in, week in last week's show we went through a bunch of different ages and milestones and things that we need to be sensitive of and, and aware of and you brought up the Forbes article that you had read and we'll talk about that a little bit as well so uh, we'll talk about some of those numbers we spoke about last week and, and take things a little bit further just talking about these certain ages that we need to be sensitive to in retirement.
3: Um, and sensitive about ages, too, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, uh, so just a reminder, at age 59 and a half, that's when you can finally withdraw from your retirement accounts. Uh, that would be maybe a traditional IRA, maybe a 401K or a 403B, something like that. Um, at age 65, you will be eligible for Medicare. That's age 65. The only time you're eligible earlier is if you're on Social Security uh, disability, then you can get Medicare, and sometimes your spouse can as well. At age 62, you can start receiving Social Security, but you might want to wait until your full retirement age which, which is between 66 and 67, because you might remember from other shows, if you're a listener, a frequent listener, if you start Social Security early... You get less. You get almost like a penalty for starting earlier, and that can affect you, and it can also possibly affect your spouse. Um, you might want to wait uh, until age 70 to collect that benefit, if you can. At age 72, you must start taking required minimum distributions from your retirement account. At age 72, used to be 70. Now it's age 72. Seven and a half Yeah, 70 Seven and, a half. and a half. Yeah, thank yep. you for... Re- I'm gonna, I am going to
2: fix, correct you as often as possible. That's okay.
3: That's all, all right. Because
2: right. that's what she does at home. So, I, you know, Aww. this is my opportunity publicly.
3: <laughs> I'm glad he never corrects me. Ever. Never.
1: <laughs> never. Oh. Good job, David. Thank Good you nice job. Job. Thanks, everybody. I, I love that. It's a romance. I think, I yes, think I'm is.
3: over. I think I'd, there's too much testosterone in this room. Nah. I must leave. No.
1: Nah.
4: No, but we hear those basic ages, and then guess what happens? The unexpected. So then how do we plan for those? Like, hey, we have in our head, I'm age 65, I need to go get Medicare. Okay, well, what if I'm still working? Can I defer it? Okay, if you're working for a credible company, you do not need to start Medicare at age 65. You can worry about it in the future without penalty. But however, if I'm not working and I'm approaching age 65, as a reminder, you can sign up for Medicare three months before your 65th birthday or three months after the month in which you, so seven month time period in which you can enroll for Medicare without any kind of penalties. Here's a big one, Joe, you said it. What happens if you're voluntold or laid off from your job and I'm not even 59 and a half we just heard Karen the normal rules are can't touch it before 59 and a half otherwise there's a 10% IRS penalty but how about this one age 55 age 55 is important why because if you were laid off or you left the job voluntarily you can actually withdraw money from that company's plan that 401k plan without penalty Again, if it was from an IRA, you're going to pay a 10% IRS penalty. However, after 55, if it's coming from the 401k plan, I avoid that 10% penalty. These ages are so important. And again, that's why we had incredible results from last week. People asking for that chart. Let me see those, those ages again and what I need to be sensitive um, to all those different uh, dates and ages. Here's a big one. Things we gotta think about. Traditional and Roth. Do I have enough time? Do I convert it? Again, looking at different ages and, and how that all boils down and looking at things out into the future. So again, here's the biggest here's the biggest part is creating a plan. When you I think you opened up the segment, we talked about, hey, when should we start the plan? And I think the answer was yesterday. Because mm-hmm. Especially in this environment where every day seems to bring new news with COVID and we're getting calls every day from our clients saying, I didn't think I was getting let go, but all of a sudden I just got a call this morning that I'm done. And it's like, breathe, we've planned for this. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. And that's what our encouragement is in talking about inflation and GameStop and interest rates being nothing. And do I have enough ga- information and do I have enough inf- uh, income to give myself peace of mind that, yeah, I'm going to be OK when the unexpected happens. And what ages are these milestones that I really need to think about where all of a sudden, OK, I don't need to worry about how I'm going to cover health care anymore for the family because now I'm a Medicare ager. now the kids are over the age of 26. These numbers mean something, they're important. But if you have all these numbers floating around in your head, it's hard to navigate them all. And again, that's why our encouragement, again, our telephone number is 215-798-9088. It's the importance of and why we offer that complimentary Thrive Retirement Roadmap Review. Because these are just some of the topics inevitably the, of, of what we talk about.
2: You know, so you may be asking yourself right now, like, should I schedule one of these things? So what I thought I would do, Joe, is just maybe kind of describe the process a little bit yeah, so great. people kind of get a sense, right? So um, what's interesting, you know, like a lot of times on talk radio, when you give out a phone number, you make a phone call and you end up talking to some Uh, What do they call those things? Um, Call call centers. Right. You know, like um, may not even be in this country. Right. And that's who will schedule your appointment. Well, if you call, you know, during the show, after the show, you're going to actually get a live person that works at Thrive Financial Services. You're going to talk to uh, Samantha. You might talk to Myrna. You might talk to Alicia. You may talk to Matt. You may talk to Natalie. I'm not sure, it just depends like who picks up the phone. But these are wonderful people who work here at Thrive. They're part of our team. Um, They do, I mean, they're just so caring, they're so empathetic, they're very nurturing because they understand that, you know, people are a little bit nervous, right, when you, you know you don't know us and then like you're coming out of the blue and what can i expect so it's it's just a great experience it's so simple you pick up the phone you dial the phone number 215-798-9088 and maybe it's natalie and she says hi this is natalie from thrive financial services i must i guess you were listening to our radio show tell me what's interesting you and then she has a conversation with you then who will you meet in the office right when you come in now again you're either going to come in physically, and if you do come in physically, you're actually going to probably run into Natalie at our front desk if it's at our Fort Washington office. Um, if it's at our Exton office, you're going to run into either Jordan or Andrew. If it's in our Yardley office, you might run into Jeff or Brian. And if it's in our Cherry Hill office, it could be Sherry, it could be Brian, it could be uh, Brett, could be myself. It really you know, kind of depends. So that's who will meet you and you will be met uh with a very welcoming open hey come on in sit down have a cup of coffee let's get to know each other a little bit very calm remember we are so committed to an education first Mm -hmm. approach right if you'd like to do business with us we would love to earn that business you don't want to do business with us. We understand it because we're committed to the education first approach. OK, now that's if you come in physically. If you prefer to do this virtually, then, you know, this great invention that's really come up. Talk about a stock that went through the roof. Uh, there's this thing platform called Zoom. Right. So Zoom is a virtual meeting. And if you do that, you'll probably get a phone call from the people who scheduled the appointment and they'll walk you through the process. If you don't know it, uh, if you do know it, what you're going to do is you're going to get a live interaction with one of our great financial planners. Again, that could be Brett, myself, uh, it could be Jeff, it could be Jordan, it could be Brett, it could be Sherry, Andrew, uh, Andrew, Brian. Karen, Ryan. I mean, it could be any of those people that you could end up having a great interface with. Okay, Um, And again, for convenience purposes, if you do want to come in to one of our physical offices, we have our main headquarters in Fort Washington right on Virginia Drive. We have an office that serves kind of a
4: western su- western suburbs, right? That yes, way? sir. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that's in Exton on? It's on uh, Route 113, Euclid Avenue, right near the Turnpike Exchange. So that's easy to get to. Very I easy. can even find that you one. You can find it, yeah.
2: Yep. And then Yardley, Karen, do you know the, the street address of the Yardley
3: office? Mm.
4: 510 Floral Vale Drive. <laughs> nice job, Brett. I'm a numbers guy. I've yes.
3: been there. I just don't know the yeah. address.
2: Yeah And then we just opened up a new office or actually relocated our office to 401 North 70th 70th. Route 70, <laughs> 70. in Cherry: right down Jersey, the street from Ponzio's. Which is mm. an easy marker for me. <laughs> <laughs> that that mm. is at the corner of is that uh,
4: King's Highway? and 70. there you
2: go. All I know is to get in my car well done, and just man. yeah. And actually, all I do is put my nose up and kind of <laughs> yeah, smell it's like the like air..: restaurants. And, and Ponzio tells me where to go. So, I mean, that's kind of what the, that's how the process starts. That first appointment with us is you, you tell us, right? You drive that meeting. Um, you tell us what's your concerns, what, your, uh, what you're excited about, what you think you've done well, what you think you might need some help with, answer any of those you know, really important type questions, you share your data with us. Now we don't need your social security number, we don't need your account numbers, but we need the data, right? We need to know where your money's invested, not the, you know, what company it's invested, but what are you investing in? What's mutual fund, what ETF, what stock, what bond? Because we're gonna do that risk assessment, and try to find out, are you properly aligned with your risk? We want to see Social Security statements. Again, you could redact out your – but we want to make sure we get accurate data. Because it's that whole philosophy of garbage in, garbage mm-hmm. out. So that's what happens the first appointment. It's 45 minutes to maybe an hour. Um, it depends which advisor and, who, and how much you talk, how much we talk, that kind of thing. The second appointment is where we present the data after we've kind of run all the reports. And that's the roadmap. At the end of that second appointment, if you'd like the information you say, hey, that's all I really needed, we're going to shake hands, we're going to wish each other well, our door is always open, our phones, you know, phone lines are always available, we'll talk to you in the future. If you think you need some help and you think we're a good fit, well, we're happy to that. You know, get there. And that's your obligation, or I'm sorry, not your obligation, but your, that ball sits in your court. So you have to ask us to continue the conversation because we don't want to put any pressure on whatsoever.
1: Can I end the show with a statement? sure getting up to part two of what you just described the cost for that is nothing is complimentary that is amazing well done David Bizarre Karen Bizarre and the numbers guy and the address guy Brett Elam. Well done uh, by everybody today. That's going to do it for Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show, 215-798-9088. Until next time, I'm Joe Krause. Have a great weekend, everyone.
0: Just call 215-987-2448, 215-987-2448.